0: Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Quarterback Edition of the Gridiron Podcast. I'm your host and Commissioner, Huck Breeze, here to review a tantalizing week six in the Gridiron Fantasy League. This last weekend was probably the worst sports weekend in recent memory. As an avid sports fan, I am heavily invested in every aspect of the game, a deadly concoction of Gambling, fantasy, and just pure passionate sports fandom can certainly make for a weekend full of volatility, anger, sadness, and frustration if things don't go your way. This weekend, we saw Houston sports teams fail us on multiple fronts. A day after the Houston Astros choked away a chance at the World Series, the Texans choked away a fourth quarter lead against an undefeated interdivision foe and it wasn't just them losing, it was how they lost. The Astros teasing us by going down 3-0, winning three straight, and failing to put the bat on the ball at all in what looked like a game that was a piece of destiny. The Texans, already up by 7, decided to go for 2 to put the game completely out of reach. Well, I don't fault this decision, because this one is something straight out of my own playbook. Stick the dagger in early, twist it make sure to leave no signs of life you know go for the knockout punch unfortunately everything that could go wrong after the failed two-point conversion happened and the small percentage chance of cataclysm also happened given the titans a win we played the percentages and loss pure pain so how did these losses affect you Did they affect you at all does sports spill over into your life? Were you depressed? Did it ruin your day? I know for me, as someone who is intensely invested in sports, falls in love with the hometown team and the fairy tale narratives that accompany them, this weekend was crushing. After the Astros' loss, I went to sleep with hopes that a Texans win, a fantasy triumph, and wheelbarrows full of money would wash away my undeniable misery. Instead, The Texans were demoralized. The last place team scored the most points in the league. It's my second week in a row to face such a team. And Cam Newton personally obstructed all of my parlays by not being able to take care of the lowly Broncos as a seven and a half point favorite. Weekends like this hurt. They sometimes make you do crazy things like trade away your star fantasy player or try to bounce back with a hasty bet on inevitable nonsense. I didn't either. I hibernated. I didn't watch Monday Night Football. I didn't watch sports. I disconnected. I meditated. I took a break. A cleanse of sorts before the next week. While the cleanse only lasted about 24 hours, it got me thinking. Maybe shaming isn't the best outlet for anger after a fantasy loss. After all, when I was giving out kudos and concentrated on the bright side of things, I was winning. Things were perfect. Life was good. So I've decided to turn back to kudos and give y'all praise for the things you do well, not harp on the mistakes that you have made in this last week. On that note, let's start with the maestro. You lost your first game. Uh, Oh, God. I I, I can't do this. Shame on you, maestro. You showed the whole league that you were a one-man show and if Russell Wilson was to go down or play to a slightly lower level, your team would be nothing more than a bottom feeder. But it wasn't all buys that caused your pathetic 100-point performance. Your everyday QB2, wide receiver 3, and tight end couldn't scrape together 10 points combined. Shame on you, maestro. (sighs) That felt good. Let's keep going. Shame on you, last man standing. I believed in you. You were the chosen one. You had three people score in double digits this week and none over 15 points. As your season circles the drain, at least you can say you did everything you could, right? The entirety of your trade portfolio is Hunter Henry, Joe Flacco, Devontae Freeman, and Dion Lewis. Absolutely miserable. Shame on you, last man standing. And shame on you, Dar Scott. You have the lowest points for total in the gridiron. And it's mainly because you abandoned players to the first side of trouble. What we once thought was a decent playoff team is now fielding AP, Josh Kelly, Mark Ingram, and Le'Veon Bell as their running backs. We might have to have a Walking Dead segment about you in a few weeks. Shame on you, Darth Scott. Shame on you, Dad. You aren't a top-tier team anymore, and I'm beginning to think you never were. You lied to us. This trade-up for Joe Burrow and, and don't trade anyone for anything at all cost strategy is bringing you to a familiar place. Your happy place, where you feel at home, the bottom. Have fun sleeping on the floor next year at the draft. Shame on you, Dad. Shame on you, Rumham. How about that Drew Locke? You had so much confidence in the guy, and he is awful. 18 points in a full eight quarters he's put on the board this year. Here comes the the but-they-won-the-game argument. You better be glad that you don't have to play him in your inevitable Matt Ryan buy. Way to dump him for more than he's worth. Shame on you, Rumham. And shame on you, Fupa Slayer. You're sitting on cloud nine because you're four and two, but let me hit you with a fun fact. The only people you have bested in points this season is Clay and Sheddick, which is absolutely pathetic. You like to claim that you managed your way to a four-game win streak, but no opponent has cleared 157 during that time period. Your winning is just plain luck. Your team is bad on paper, and that will most likely get proven this week. Shame on you, Fupa Slayer. And shame on you, Poopy 2. This is the second time in two weeks you've beaten up on a child's team that has scored less than 100. You think it's cool to pick on these kids? Maybe pick on somebody your own size when you take on a team without Lamar Jackson this week. Shame on you, Poopy 2. And shame on you, Unicycle Polar Bears. Maybe we could have included you in last week's Walking Dead segment because your season is looking deceased. There will come a day when Dalvin Cook will return, and so will Raheem Mostert. Who will be your second running back then? Zach Moss? Jared McKinnon? Malcolm Brown? I feel like you should have a plan for this. You're on a three-game Losing streak, and there's a real danger you could be missing the big dance for the second year in a row. Shame on you, unicycle polar bears. Shame on you, Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, yeah, a three-game win streak feels great, doesn't it? But be sure to analyze the competition. Everyone in the league besides Hademan and Michael would have taken you out, would have taken out Shedding this week. So there's no real accomplishment, Okay. You bought in on yet another stiff white statue to fill a bye this week, and it cost you your legitimate running back, too. You'll now be depending on Antonio Gibson and a hobbled Miles Sanders to tote the ball behind Mixon, who hasn't really shown to be a legitimate running back himself. You overpaid for a lemon. Shame on you, 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 Ulysses Grant. And shame on you, disco lemonade. Minshew, flat. Ertz, flat, girly, flat. And those kickers, my lord, your team is on a downward trend. Without King Henry manhandling the Texans' worst run D this week, you would have been toast against underperforming Dad. What a nightmare. You're going to have to do better than that if you're going to end an 18-year championship drought. Shame on you, Disco Lemonade. Shame on you, Camacho. You got all perked up and excited, trying to be a mover and a shaker to start out Week 7. Because you won for the first time in five weeks. You still think you're in this, which is more of a shame on the NFL for giving you hope because your team is bad. Your entire team depends on the Lions' offense. You think you're going to see a lot more Swift and Hawkinson carry games in your future? Shame on you, Camacho. And shame on you, Notorious. Yes, you won. Everybody clap your hands for Notorious. Notorious. Once you're done celebrating, you can start to realize that you paid an MVP price for someone who is no longer in the MVP conversation. Josh Allen's points have decreased decreased steadily over the last few few weeks in two straight losses. Now, take a look at the way he finishes the season and starts the playoffs. 49ers, Steelers, Broncos, Patriots. That's going to be a rough stretch if you make it that far. Shame on you, Notorious. Oh, boy. Shame on you, Eternal Touchdown. You pulled a rabbit out of your ass on this one. It was so good that the Dolphins decided to make a QB change after the game. That fits destroyed me. With no QB this upcoming week and your moves dwindling, you are in major danger of missing the playoffs. Congrats on your 200-point win. You moved up from last. You are now 13th. Shame on you, Eternal Touchdown. Whew. That feels better. I hope that was as cleansing for y'all as it was for me. And for those of you who are winning, congratulations. But for those of you who are losing right now, like myself, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and realize it will get better for some of us. That's all I have for this week, y'all. I'll be back tomorrow at the normal time, as always, with Scott Sheddig to get you all warmed up for the Thursday night football game. And make our gridiron picks, of course. See ya! Little girl,